It's the end of the week, but the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 101.9. You ready? The Fox. Luke and Lewis on The Fox, welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to have you with uh, with your eyes back, Luke. I'm back. I'm yeah. back on the show. Uh, I've had eye surgery this week, so mm. I'm partially blind right now, but it's great to hear you. It's good to be back. Um, I'm not sure. If I look like I'm looking behind you in the distance, I'm not. I'm just trying to focus on you. Yeah, well, that's good. I, I'm, I, I'm really sorry. It must be awful not being able to look at me. Well, it's fine. I mean, it's radio. It's an audio medium. It's fine. And yeah, also, no. you're not, you know... Look, that's mean. I'll move on. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's great to be here. Our big show. Yeah, we've got a big show. We're going to be playing the name game later on. Yeah. We're bringing that back. Third time now. Can we guess someone's name? We'll bring that. That's in the second hour. But first up in this hour, Lewis, annoying texting habits. We've mm. experienced a few this week. And, and we're we going to get into it because uh, I've just been dealing with it all week. I've been texting one particular person with a very annoying text habit. Yep. And uh, we're going to be talking and about that. And after the break, I want to talk to you about uh, a new scandal involving the new Marvel Stadium. That I'm I outraged. This morning. Yes. I I'm was outraged. outraged too. All right. We're talking about that soon. It's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. We're talking about the new Marvel Stadium. Yeah, Lewis, I wanted to bring this up on the show today. Obviously, Etihad Stadium in Melbourne has been renamed to Marvel Stadium mm-hmm. and... I was anxious to bring this to the show today because I was listening to Friday's show. I wasn't actually on the show because of my eye surgery. Yes. You did the show with our button pusher, Radio Mike, and I thought you guys did a great job of the show. Yeah, well, we, Mike, we said the, probably the funniest thing that's ever been said well, on our show. The reason why I didn't want to bring this to the show today and kind of talk about it again is because you guys did touch on the Marvel Stadium on mm. Friday's show, and I think we already hit the pinnacle of comedy to do with that subject this is the joke that was told on Friday's show. Etihad Stadium has been renamed Marvel Stadium. Did you hear this? Yeah, I did. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool as well. But it gets me thinking, yep. what's next for stadiums? Is High Sense Arena going to be renamed 20th Century Fox Arena? That was a is joke. That, I was that just... a joke? <laughs> <laughs> can, yep. I, can I just say, I had nothing to do with that joke. I couldn't write such Mike, brilliance. I mean, you fill in for one day. And like, I, I feel like I leave for one day and then that's the kind of content that's coming out. Well, what can I say, guys? I think I'm a driving force of the comedy behind this show and it's stuff like that that really speaks wonders about that dynamic, I guess. Hey, mate. Yes. Turn your mic off. <laughs> <laughs> do, Lewis, yeah. do you think we can top that if we, if we talk about it? Look, mate. We'll give it a go. Yeah, okay, good. Let's let's no dive promises, in. guys. So I want to talk about the the thing that I wanted to address it. Obviously we all know that uh Eddie had it's been bought out by Marvel, the stadium. Yeah. And I guess the AFL has quite heavily to do with Eddie Had. Lots of footy games are played there. Oh yeah, the reason why yeah. they've purchased this is the naming rights is that it's a big advertising move. Now every yeah. time Justin Bieber plays at that uh, arena, everyone will see Marvel attached to it. So yeah. it's a good advertising move. And on the uh, AFL footy show this morning, it's called Game Day, the one I was watching mm. this morning, I tuned it on while I was having some breakfast and uh, the host of the show, Hamish McLaughlin, yeah. was celebrating the Marvel, uh, the, the new business venture, I guess, the new uh, venture with Marvel. And in order to celebrate that, he was wearing a Superman t-shirt on the show. That's just disgusting, and Hamish. I was instantly confused because I missed the part where they said that. So I just yeah. came in to some general footy chat and a guy wearing a Superman t-shirt. And I went to mum who was already watching it. And I was like, how come he's wearing a Superman t-shirt? And my mom didn't see the problem with it. She just goes, oh, I think it's just because uh, he's, uh, he, you know, he's just celebrating the, you know, the new Marvel thing. And I was like, well, Superman's DC. Yeah. And For those goes, who don't know, DC is like the Justice League. Batman, Superman, Greenland, and all those guys. Marvel is the Avengers. So yeah. Iron Man, the Hulk, Howard the Duck. Yep. <laughs> Obviously one of the more well-known superheroes there. Yep. Yep. What's his superpower? Does he just quack all over the place? Oh, he's like a giant man-sized duck. He wears a suit. It sounds silly, but when I you read the comic book, it's actually quite good. This is I don't read comics. That sounds so much less cool than Batman. Hey, mate, we're going to get an influx on our social media of all these Howard the Duck fans yeah. that aren't going to be happy about your lack of knowledge. Shout out Howard the Duck and all his fans. I d- I he think had a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy, I actually. I think that's unlikely. Oh, we're getting a call here. That better not be a Howard and the Duck fan. <laughs> Lewis, um, I was disgusted. 
with Hamish yeah. McLaughlin's uh, attempted, I guess attempted being relatable. Um, he then tried to cover it up later in the show. So there was a bit of a Twitter storm happened. People going, people like me. Because it was live TV, yeah, wasn't it? People yeah. going, this is an outrage. Does Hamish actually think mm. Superman is from Marvel? It's not. It's DC. Lots of people getting angry over it. So then he kind of tried to backtrack love and air. Yeah. He went, now obviously we're all celebrating superheroes today because no, of the new Marvel man. venture. Obviously Superman is my favorite uh, superhero. Mate, no. you just wore the wrong T-shirt. Your kids told just you. Someone to told it. him. No, you just need to own up to it. That's like if it was called Cadbury Stadium yeah. and you just rocked up with like some Reese's Pieces. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's a different thing. <laughs> What's even more interesting about this, we tried to Google it before the show, find some articles about it. They've all been taken down during the day. This is a yeah. huge scandal. I've looked it up and uh, what happens is whenever you click on an article about Hamish wearing the wrong T-shirt, it comes up with an error sign on the website. So I've been on three, this is the Herald Sun, news.com.au and a few others. They've all been taken down. So not only has Hamish worn the wrong t-shirt, but now there's a giant cover-up Someone's conspiracy <laughs> to try and hide the fact that he's done that. Who do you reckon's responsible? Is it just Hamish's mum going, no, leave my boy alone? <laughs> or is it like Disney saying, hey, we don't want anything to do? Well, I don't know. I, I think it just Wait, does Disney be... own Marvel? No. Yes, Disney yeah. own Marvel. So yeah. do you reckon it's Disney trying to go, this isn't good ads? Right. Well, I think, I think Hamish is responsible for the cover-up. Well, he was pretty embarrassed. On you know there. what, guys? We're not going to let this go. We're going to be investigating this because it's yeah. a big conspiracy. We're going to find out what happens, and we will not rest until the world knows Lewis, that Hamish wore the wrong T-shirt. I have one theory <laughs> mm -hmm. before we go to the song of who it might have been to cover it up. I think I think we're on the same page. How the duck. <laughs> Last Sunday, Luke, we had a special guest, best friend of the show, Reese Mastin, come yep. in for uh, for quite a few, quite a, quite a long time, actually. It was two talk breaks, but obviously it felt like a long time in your eyes, and that shows a lot mm. about our friendship with Reese. I that know. every moment we spend with him is an eternity. Yeah, well, he's like he's like a wise wizard, really. You you speak to him, and, and you could it could be a year, it could be ten minutes. You don't really know until you step outside that conversation. Exactly. And Lewis, before he came in, I guess we were teasing it on the show, like, oh, I'm mm. coming up next. Uh, we've got Reese Maston coming in, yep. chat about his new album and stuff. And someone called the radio station, A like big, called us up yeah. on just 131060 and saying, hey, I would love to speak to Reese. Yeah. Now, Reese wasn't in the building yet. This is no, before he came no, in. But an excited Reese Maston fan just wanted to chat to him. Didn't want to chat to him on radio, just wanted to have Literally, a conversation. Literally, like, hey, Reese, I'm a big fan. Mm. And, and we're, we're not ones to like, to put people down or deny them what they want. So we thought, you know, even though Reese isn't here, we couldn't we offer could still give her this girl Reese, what she wants. But I fancy myself as a good Reese Maston impersonator. Mm. And I kind of do it. Like I've just been known to do it in the past. I would say to describe how Reese talks is kind of this like cro half Australian, half British. Cause he's originally from Britain, but he's got a real Australian twang. Yeah. Like he'll go, g'day mate. But then he'll say last. Yes. It's a very strange combination. And he, for example, he, uh, he always starts off text messages with like, hey, brah or brazzy mm. or something like that. So I kind of tried to maybe channel my inner Reese, do some of his mannerisms. And the challenge was, we got this girl on the line here in yeah. the studio. Reese wasn't in the building yet. I guess the challenge was, could I convince this girl that I was Reese Maston? And then if I was successful doing that, could then Lewis come in? <laughs> And just also start pretending to be Reese when we don't particularly sound that alike. No, you and me don't sound alike when we're doing our normal voices, but you and me doing Reese Masson impersonations sound even less alike. Yes. So we thought if if Luke can convince this girl and I can convince this girl, there's something wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> so we this was the challenge and this is how it went. Welcome to the show. How are you going? Hello, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. My name's Lewis. Uh, I understand you wanted to speak to Reese Maston. I did, yeah. Yeah, well, we've got him on here for you. Here's Reese for you. How are you going? Oh, my God. Hi. Good. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself? Good. Oh, my God. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I can't believe it either. Wow. Did... I've, been, I've loved you since I was, like, so young. Oh, really? That's so cool. What's your favorite song? Oh. I don't know. I love them all. I can't choose. You like any uh, yeah. new ones or? Oh, no. Nah, I like more of the old ones. Like oh. when you want X Factor and stuff. I'm oh, like, right. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a bit rough. I did X Factor a long time ago. I've just re released a new EP if you heard it. No, I haven't actually. I should get onto it. Yeah, you probably should. I mean, if you're calling me up saying you're a big fan, you haven't heard me EP, I mean, a little bit rough, don't you reckon? <laughs> I'm doing yeah. some newer stuff these days. I'm actually mastering now. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling. Thank just... you so much. Hey, nah, no worries. It's 
Smiley called suitcase of stories. Sorry. To... Uh, it's not Reese. No way. It's just Luke and Lewis. Yeah, it's just us. He's, he has, he's not here yet. Oh, well, that's a little bit embarrassing. I was going to say, he doesn't actually sound like him. And I was like, oh, I'll just go along with it. I can't believe you told him you didn't like his newest songs. Oh, yeah, don't tell him that. There was two Reese's at one point. <laughs> thanks he's for calling. Gonna... All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Luke and Lewis on 101.9 The Fox. Sorry, just up the show. I have to put in eye droplets. Oh, because you've just had eye yeah, surgery. Yeah, I just had eye surgery, and uh, I have to it? do it on a pretty much like an hourly basis. And I did it exactly an hour ago, so it was all right. But you keep going in the show. I mean, you could have done I it during, it during the Sia song. Um, no, no, really. no, I was fascinated as to why she was bragging about breathing. Well, you could uh, also do it during the song that's about. Oh, he's doing it now. Okay, so you just I you've missed. missed. <laughs> you could ask me for some help. That I doesn't look. That. Are you all right? Yep. Okay. Can we go to a song now? Um. In future, I'll do it off air. <laughs> <laughs> we want a tandem bicycle. We want a tandem bike. We want our boss to pay for it. Yes, that is what we'd like. The best opener we have for a segment, everyone. When will it be changed? Like on a serious note, like it just more of a team meeting here. On a serious note. We can't note, keep running with that. Never. And we can. We don't have to run because we're getting a tandem bike. So we're tandem biking with that with that opener. We have a thing on the show called the joke alarm. And I'm not, I don't want Mike to press it. I yes. just want to know that you're on an official warning. Okay. Good. Please don't press it. I won't. <laughs> now, Lewis. We have updates about our tandem bike situation. For those who are new to the show, uh, Husey and Kate and all of the other shows on Fox have their own branded Jeeps. We didn't think that we deserved a Jeep, so we thought we would get a cheaper vehicle like a Luke and Lewis branded tandem bike. We want a vehicle for our show. Every other show gets one. It's only fair. So we called our boss last week Mm -hmm. and he gave us a $100 budget for the bike. Yes. And uh, we're, we're in the process now of looking for that bike. And also we've been having a lot of discussion. Some would say arguments. Mm. I would say disagreements as yes. to who gets the front seat and who gets the back seat. Yes. I mean, well, I think that I clearly deserve the front seat because I called shotgun. Yes. Which uh, is this happened on the, the show, I think last week, was it? Or two weeks ago. Shotgun. <laughs> shotgun front seat. <laughs> That's it. That's my my whole argument. That's a bulletproof argument. There are no holes in that. I said shotgun like 10 times. Yes. And since then, during the week on our show, I have picked some holes in that. Uh, There was a website. There is a website called shotgunrules.com. I launched an official protest to you during the week saying uh, that you were in breach of the official shotgun rules because it it says in the rules that you must... um, you must only call shotgun if you're in line of sight of the vehicle that you're shotgunning. Yeah, which I do remember as a rule when I was 10, which yeah. means you know that it is a real rule. And this whole website was just, it's like a Wikipedia article about all of the rules and clauses yeah, and sub rules. the only place I go for official shotgun ruling. And Lewis, you kind of conceded during the week and said, look, I was in breach and I yes. apologize. And it's come to a time in the show where you don't know about this, but I need to apologize to you. And what I would like mean? to retract my, I don't, okay. I don't, wouldn't like to, it's with this misfortune that I must at, retract my official protest and grant you the front seat because we've had an email in and you can email the show anytime at lukeandlewis5 at gmail.com. I've had an email in from a listener of the show called Patrick mm-hmm. and he was quite frankly disgusted with my protest. <laughs> Well, I'm happy about that because I was I was so shocked that you tried to take the front seat away from me. But mm. then I also couldn't argue with the rules on the official website. Well, he's, so I had nowhere to go. He scoured the rules on shotgunrules.com and he's found a loophole. <gasps> the really? email reads, Dear Luke and Lewis and Human Shrek. And that, of course, refers to our button pusher who looks like uh, Shrek when he's a human in Shrek 2. <laughs> Just in case you didn't understand that one. Um, I'd like to lodge a counter protest on the tandem bike front seat shotgun ruling. If Thank you so much, Patrick. If you refer up. to section 3.3 on shotgunrules.com, the world's leading authority on childish ways of arranging ve- vehicular passenger seating, mm. their section reads 3.3 the giraffe. If one of the riders is extremely tall and you have a small vehicle, which 
we need to discuss if a tandem bike is a small vehicle. Your group of friends should consider granting that rider special shotgun privileges. God has given this person a genetic gift slash curse and forcing him in the back of a Subaru Jutsi or a Mini Cooper could upset our world's karmic balance. Yes. Thank you, shotgunrules.com. And then and subsection 3.31 is being a giraffe does not entitle you to a shotgun unless the majority, 50% or more of the passengers approve. This is where Ooh, I get excited. Because, there's only two passengers. Yes, I make up 50% of, so the do I. of the tandem bike, but it has to be more than 50%. The no, majority. No, it's 50%. No, 50% or more, the majority. 50% or more. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so I launch a counter, counter, counter protest to your counter-counter-protest. I am 50% of the vehicle, mm-hmm. and I say that I need to be in the front seat. We might be in a stalemate. We're going to have to scale the rules. Nah, my hands are tied. I don't know what to do at this <laughs> point. I'm almost so sick of arguing about the front seat that I feel like my time could be better spent just working out how to deal with the discomfort of the back seat. I agree, mate. And honestly, I'm kind of... I've been thinking more about the back seat. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a bit like canoeing, where the person at the back does less work anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, you can just bludge off at the back. Like, I've been on countless school camps, so I've been holding the fort at the front. That's per- true. Like, canoeing upstream down a river. And the person in the back still diddly squat, I fully plan to take that on that role. Well, that's good, because I, don't, I can't drive a car, so I've got more pedaling And also, I can't really anyway. see at the moment anyway, so I'm not the best candidate for the yeah, front seat Yeah, you're not allowed to moment. drive a car. You'll yeah. kill us both in a tandem bike. Exactly. All right, I'm in the front seat. Good, that's uh, sorted. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the thing is, because we've only been given a $100 budget by our bosses... We can't actually afford a full tandem bike. So what we've had to settle for is a bike attachment. One of those children's trailers that straps, it's a strap on yeah. for the bike. It straps on to a real bike and turns <laughs> the back half yes. into a bike. Yeah. And then we, we got hit up again over email. So really it's the listeners of the show that are keeping this idea alive. Yes. Um, a guy by the name of uh, Jack said um, he has one for free. Which mm. means that uh, hopefully our boss isn't listening to this. That we could still have a hundred and ten dollars to All use right. as a budget because our boss said he will only pay a hundred and ten dollars for us to buy a tandem bike if we wear something sexy on well, the tandem bike. S- we could spend the hundred and ten dollars on something. Sexy. How much a bore <laughs> for our boss? How much a bore mankinis cost? I reckon we could get some bootleg ones for about five dollars each, and then we still have a hundred dollars to spend on glitter. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I've got a friend with uh, a very annoying text habit that just permeates our conversation every time I talk to him over text. My friend Grant constantly ends every single sentence, sometimes partway through a sentence, with just like 57 full stops. And talking to him... is an ellipsis three? Yeah, an ellipsis is three. So he like has an ellipsis and then another plural on that. Mm. Ellipsis... Yeah, like 30, 30 ellipses. That's too many dots. I know. And it may, when you talk to him, it makes him sound like really angry with you. Like I, I was going to meet him last week and I said, hey man, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. And he sent back all good, mate, with like seven full stops, which just makes me think, oh no, he's really angry at me. But he wasn't. Yeah. He just likes adding full stops in the middle of all sentences. And you can't get a read on if he's being like condescending or if he's not being, you know what I mean? Like, cause if you yeah. add something like trailing off with a few dots, it kind of means it's up in the air. Yeah. We, I've, I have, we have the same, I know who Grant is and I've texted him as well and he'll Does he like, do the same thing to you. Yeah. yeah. He, t- I was just trying to find it then. He, it's trails off every single last text he's done to me. It's either been confirming something yeah. uh, or something like that. I've got it here now. Right, he'll be like, uh, her, her year had another, it was, it was talking about comedy, right? It yeah. was like, hey, mate, you had a killer set the other night. Way to go, buddy. Dot, 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 dot. That it's makes like, it wait. sound like he's sarcastic. Yeah, goes, oh, heard you did really yeah. well, mate. It's like making it sound like I bombed. But I remember, and I was like, yeah, man, it was a good night. Hopefully it should be another good one tonight. And he wrote, yeah, it's packed. Dot, 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 dot. So is there going to be people there? I don't know. What I don't understand about using that many full stops is it's not an autocorrect thing. So autocorrect can sometimes make you say something you don't mean, but you have to hit the full stop seven times to do that. Yeah, he's trailing out with his thumb for sure. And it's almost on the end of every text. So we wanted to get, I guess it's an interesting field to play in, which is 
Everyone knows someone who has an annoying text habit or even just yeah. a weird text habits. 131060, what are your text habits? What do people do that just on the regular, you're like, hey, why do you type like that? That's not correct grammar. Yeah. Is someone using is grammar it or emojis is it, yeah, is it excessive use of emojis? Are they just using like, you know what I found out today? Mm-hmm. There is a, there's a rock climbing emoji, but not a dirt bike emoji. I was looking for a dirt bike one. Well, I would say that dirt biking is more popular. Yeah, than rock climbing. You can buy a You know bike, there's a curling emoji? Really? Yeah, like the sport in the Winter Olympics. We talked about it once on the show, the curling. Yeah. Apparently, there's a curling emoji. So, so if you have a friend 13, who 10, uses... 60, if you use the curling emoji, yeah. what's the call? <laughs> but 131060, just strange text habits in general mm. uh, on the show. We want to get to you after the break. What are your annoying text habits that either you do or a friend does? Because uh, I've got a friend called Grant who ends every text and sentence with like seven full stops. And it just makes him sound angry at me or sarcastic. <laughs> and it also makes it sound like he's trying to end the sentence seven times over. Yeah. You're like, we get it. All right. And then another one, uh, our our camera guy, Todd, mm. uh, his mum, he reckons his mum always uh, ends text messages, almost every single text message with him with a winky face. Mm. That's inappropriate. <laughs> no, thanks, mum. Yeah. None of that. Um, there was James reckoned that one of his family members, uh, our producer, James, he reckons that uh, always ends um, te- text with an inappropriate exclamation mark. So with everything, like it could be like, hey, do you want to go out for coffee? coffee? Exclamation mark. Or it could be, hey, uh, I'll see you at granddad's funeral. Exclamation mark. Yeah, which is just a bit too excited. Yeah. It's not a party. No. <laughs> like, it, it, like I think there's certain... Punctuation is important for a yeah. few reasons. And uh, we're asking you on 131060, what are your strange text habits? Up first, we've got James. James, who has a strange text habit in your life? Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, no, that's me, myself. Um, I like to end all my sentences with a lot of dots. Oh, oh you're um, like uh, yeah. Lewis's friend. And why is that? Is it like a power move or? Uh, it just gives you some sort of satisfaction that the text is complete. So when I do write a text, if I don't have a lot of dots at the end, I feel like there's something missing or haven't completed. There's nothing James. missing because you're only supposed to have one, James. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's te- a complete the text. text. Is, the text is complete when you hit send, mate. That's yeah, when no, it's done. Definitely. Uh, it's a bad habit, mate. I have like seven dots or ten dots sometimes. So when you're writing it, do you just trail it out with dots? Like you just constantly hit the dot thing till you think that's about right and then you click. Yes. Yes. That's yes. Uh, Is there habit. like a perfect number of dots? Um, it depends how long the sentence is. If it's short, usually I end it with short dots. Say when you... Say when you fill out a form, do you do it when you write it down? Like dot, 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 like when you sign a letter? Uh, it usually happens when I'm texting on the phone. It's just a habit. So just that. on the phone? Just on the phone, yeah. Yeah, right. No, actually, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. But when I'm writing on the paper or in, uh, or in a computer, I do make it sometimes, but I'm um, usually on the text. Well, maybe text. you need autocorrect, James. Oh, oh, even on my, um, oh, even on my Facebook status. Oh, you, you do it on start, Facebook too. Just everywhere. Yeah. You just, Mate, your <laughs> friends must be so confused. Uh, <laughs> Bianca, welcome to the show. What's your weird text habits that you've come across? Thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, Very good. Well. That's good. Oh, well, it's not me. It's actually one of my friends. And she has this weird habit of spelling the word disgusting with a C instead of a G. Disgusting. <laughs> yes. It's disgusting. You know what one gets me, Bianca? People spell definitely defiantly. Yeah. I go, I yeah. defiantly yeah. think you like This I'm, is coming I'm, from you, Luke, though. You spell just about every third word wrong on your phone. Yeah, but I know <laughs> disgusting and I know definitely. So Yeah, it's one of those awkward things as well. You don't know if you want to correct them. Hey, and... tell me that, Bianca. <laughs> That's the phone's job. That's what autocorrect is for. Is yeah, that your job? You must have it turned off or something. I don't I don't it's use odd. autocorrect on my phone. I back myself. I'm a walking dictionary. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, but like one with heaps of pages own. falling out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Bianca. Uh, Ty, uh, what annoying text habits do you have? All right, so um, I message my girlfriend like all day, every day. Good man. And um, I, I message either XOXO or little X, big X, little mm-hmm. X, you know, you know, all the cute. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. And whenever I message my mate, I'm the annoying one who accidentally does it with them. Oh, oh no. that's no good, Ty. <laughs> yeah, there's certain things that you do with your girlfriend. 
are over texting that should stay away from your mates. And there's a couple of things in real life too that you probably shouldn't do with <laughs> yeah. your mates as well. Hopefully, are you it. coming into these situations on a boys' night and, and pecking them on the cheek as well, or is it just yeah. purely texting? No. <laughs> Look, I hug my mates, but just stick with texting. But when yeah. I do it, I don't realise it. Yeah. And then one of my mates is a cheeky bugger, and he starts being cutesy with me just to mess with me. Ah, it's He's classic. Like, oh, right, trying to muscle in on your girlfriend's territory, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my girlfriend gets worried half the time. No way. <laughs> Mate, I'm getting worried too. <laughs> it's not just her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Ty. We'll guess your name. We'll guess your name. 131060, the name game. <laughs> That's right. We're playing the name game. Give us a call on 131060 if you have a name. We are going to guess it. We've played this uh, two times now. This will be the third time. Yep. We think that we can guess people's names just by asking them the three questions. Often people have personality traits that coincide with their name. For example, oh, you look like a Tom. Mm. No, you don't. Uh, like, or example, or maybe they do or whatever. You know what I mean? People always tell me that I don't look like a Luke. Yeah. I mean, and Which, I don't know what I look so like. So we think that within three questions, we can analyze your personality and decide the name that yep. fits that, and then we should be able to guess your actual name. And this is a great game. If you've always wanted to call up the radio station and been like, I don't know, I never have anything that relates to what they're talking about. If mm. you have a name, get on the phone <laughs> and you hear I mean, the call is, you might not get through now. The call is already blown up. But next <laughs> yeah, week, if we play it, then try calling through. Yeah, I uh, actually Googled, Luke, that uh, it's illegal to not name your child. So, oh, so everyone has to call. Well, unless your parents are in prison for that specific crime. <laughs> right. I mean, if, even if and they're in prison. And in that case, prison, we're they... sorry for excluding you. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call, 131060. It's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. He sounds like Jim. She sounds like Stacey. He might be Dave. She might be Jane. We'll, we'll guess, guess your name. name. We'll guess your name. 131060, the name game. That's right, we're playing the name game, the best game in radio history, where we think we can guess your name by asking three, I want to say unrelated, but not really, three very important yep. questions to determine your personality, which will then enable us to guess your name with 100% precision success rate, which and it hasn't been so far. No, we're, we've done this two weeks, it's the third time now, but third time lucky. Lewis, uh, we have two callers up ready to go, and before we get into them, I'd just like to say that... Uh, producers have told us to say this. When you guys call in for this segment every week, yes. you're allowed to tell our producers outside the studio our name. So when you call 131060, tell them your name. You can't tell us. Just don't like don't tell us when you come in air, but lots of people call up and they go, Hi, uh, welcome to the name game. It's Luke and Lewis. I don't know how what they say, but then they go, What's your name? And they go, No, nah, not telling. Yeah, so we, well, we need to know. <laughs> we need to know that we're actually correct. So the producers know your name, yeah. but we don't. Just don't say your name when you're coming out. We right. appreciate you, your enthusiasm. You go first this weekend. All we have is caller one and caller two written on our screen. Lewis, you've got three questions. Good luck. Okay. Caller one, welcome to the show. Do not say your name. I won't be telling you my name. You've got to guess my name. Yep, of course. Yes. yes. That's that, the that rules the of the game. In fact, we, in, <laughs> we invented it. Thanks for telling us though. Um, okay. My first question, caller one, do you have a long name? I do have a long name. Ooh, I wonder okay. what the definition of a long name is. Not four letters. That's I should short. Have, I should have made that my What's question. a medium name? I would say a medium is like Sarah, six yeah, or five. No, six five, or five, guys. but a short name is like Tim, three letters. That's short. So like a long name must be The one I guessed seven. last week, Pilkington. Yeah, that's, that's a, a long, long name. name. Okay. My second question, caller one. If I read your name on paper, would I be able to pronounce it the first go? Uh, not always, no. Just by the spelling can be different. Okay, right. And uh, my final question, does your name have a hyphen in it? <laughs> no, it's not a hyphenated name. Okay, this is good. So now I'm only dealing with one name instead of those tricky two-namers. <laughs> but that would have narrowed it down quite a lot if she said of how to have had a... S hyphenated Yeah, name. but if there is a hyphen, I then would have had to guess two names. But I only know a couple of people with a hyphenated name. And yeah. Luke, I think I've wasted my third question on the hyphen. Yeah. Just really wanted to say hyphen right, on the well, radio. It's time to guess. Okay. Call the one. The long name. I might not be able to pronounce it if I read it on paper. No hyphen. Maybe that's just a diss at your reading abilities. Is your name Anne-Marie without the hyphen? No, it's not Anne-Marie. Oh. I don't know why that. I thought you were going to get it. What's your name? It's Bridget. Bridget. 
very close. Would you misread That's an easy to say name. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well. If, you, if you spell it without the D, I often get called Brigetti. <laughs> nah, that sounds like spaghetti. <laughs> that is confusing. <laughs> no, that would be a long name. All right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very for much calling, for calling Bridget. Uh, Luke, it's your turn. All right. Caller two, do not say your name. Welcome to the show, oh. though. Hey, how's it going? You'll never guess my name. Well, Ooh, I'm about to. Confidence. Watch and learn. All right. Do you have a nickname that isn't to do with your first name? Maybe. No. 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 <laughs> no. Never. Why are you bringing his second name? That's not the game. No, but say if his nickname was like the truck, oh, you know, it might be Bruce. Because, you know, a guy with nah. a manly name probably has a manly nickname. Yeah, but what is his second okay, name? Okay, mate, I regret asking that? the question, all right? I've still got two power questions to go. Okay, good. You ready? Do you have a name that people often misspell? No. Hmm. Must be a Does your name. name contain a P? Mm, oh, nah, nah, it doesn't. Why did you have to think about that? Just had to spell my name in my head for real quick. <laughs> you took too long. Um, so you don't have a nickname. You don't it's have a name guess. that people misspell. So no, it's a basic a name. Pardon? You'll never guess it. You, you'll never guess it. Uh, Mario. Uh, you know what's sad? All the all the letters of my name are in Mario. What? Mario. Ari. 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 Oh, <laughs> I know an Ari as well. Bummer. Oh, well, well, thank you very much for calling, Ari. Guys, uh, I'm going to make a big call. Next week, I'm 100% going to guess the caller's name. That's enormous. That I call. guarantee it. I'd take it back about you right now. Just I never take it back anything, except for my questions. I shouldn't ask the hyphen one. Yeah. But and maybe that call you just made, take that back too. Never. I'm guessing it next All week, right. Sunday. We'll see you then. I'm oh, so close. We are talking about the Logies. The big news has come out. All the Logie nominations have been announced and mate. Everyone's talking about it. Everybody knows how good the, the Australian television landscape is. Yep. It's just every show is, I mean, this is bigger than the Oscars. Yeah. And the, that's the, the, the truth. what? Sorry, I don't care. The, the Logies <laughs> is yeah. what I'm all about. Um, the Gold Logie, you're probably already across it, but if you're not, um, the people who have been nominated for the Gold Logie this year. Just uh, a huge pool of talent. Amanda I mean, some of the most Keller. famous people in the world. Amanda Keller. I mean, she's been in every Marvel movie there is. Yeah. Uh, also, and the also Living the Room living, on, yeah, yeah. on Network Ten. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew Winter, who hosts a real estate show on Foxtel. Hot favorite. Yeah, he's uh, he's nominated for a Gold Logie in a Lifestyle category, which is probably one of the more esteemed categories. Yeah. Uh, we've got Grant Denyer from Family Feud, All Star Family Feud. That's the same show. No, that's, that's the same the... show, just with less Bachelor contestants on Family Feud. <laughs> And that's why it's all stars. Uh, Je- Jessica Murray, Love Child, Nine Net. I don't know who that is. Uh, my- She's in the wrong girl. Oh, right? that's why I was probably got it confused with someone else. Yeah, uh, I got the wrong. Girl. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good joke. <laughs> Thank I you mean, very much, usually for your standards, like the the standard on this show isn't high, but I'll give you that one. Oh, right. Thank you very much. Who's uh, Roger Corsa? As if you don't know Roger Corsa, he's from uh, one of the Doctor shows. He's not the Doctor from Good Doctor or the Doctor from Doctor Who or the Doctor from House, but he is the Doctor from Doctor Doctor oh, on yeah. Nine Network. Yeah, <laughs> fully across that show. Absolutely, and uh, finally. Tracy Grimshaw, personal friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, my f- would you like to know my pick? Uh, I think we've got the same pick. Andrew Winter Absolutely. from Selling Homes Australia. If you are not behind Andrew Winter right now, if you're not voting, I don't know how you vote, but if you're not on that. Well, I don't even know how you watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> so voting is the least of my concerns. You don't need to watch TV to know no, that I just, Andrew... I only watch Foxtel. Yes. I only watch, in particularly, Selling Houses Australia. If you're not familiar with um, Andrew, who Andrew Winter is, don't worry, you will be, because mm. the Luke and Lewis show is fully gunning Andrew Winter for the Gold Logie. We're going to start yes. a campaign. The slogan will be, Winter is coming. Uh, <laughs> And people will know about it real quick. Yeah, we want that trending on Twitter ASAP. Jump on Twitter, hashtag winter is coming. But make sure you you make clear that it's not about Game of Thrones. We realize that that is a hashtag that's already going, but we're hijacking it. Yeah. And to make things even better, we have an official name for the fan base, Winter Soldiers. Oh, that's pretty good. I was thinking the Chillers. 
just be a winter themed one. That's true. And you know what? Anything winter, that'll be the official. No, I like winter soldiers. Let's stick with one because I like the, uh, you know, I like that we're in a battle to get him the gold Logie. That's right. And if you're not sold on who Andrew Winter is, we actually have uh, a couple of grabs from his esteemed property show that we'd like to play for you. This is why he's our favorite uh, contestant for the, or really contender for the gold Logie. Because he has some great uh, quotes on his show about how to deal with a loss. Now, obviously, he won't be needing these in his speech, but this is one of his uh, things on how to deal with a loss. It might be that all the stars are aligned in your favour and you get the house of your dreams. But if you miss out, remember there's always another house out there. You know what? I think he will need that during his speech because he'll be talking to all of the people that he smashed yeah. to win the gold. He'll be logie. like, "Hey, Tracy, there's another gold logie out there. Perhaps not for you, but Grant, hang in there, man." <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have uh, another one uh, just for some confidence tips. Obviously, Andrew Winter's one of the most confident people on the planet, and if you need some help with confidence, Andrew Winter's got your back. You can go it alone. You can use online services. Um, the reality of that is. Don't forget, you have got to be a really strong and confident negotiator yourself. And see, that's the that's the reason why Andrew Wynn is going to negotiate himself to a gold Logie. He doesn't really need to, but if it comes down to a live negotiation from the Gold Coast, which is where the Logies are being held this year, if it comes down to that... It's prestigious, isn't it? ...between him and Amanda Keller, I think Andrew Winters, Winters got it in the bag. I mean, I've never seen a negotiation on the Living Room Network team. I've also oh, never seen her and Dr. Room. Chris Brown get pretty heated on the show. Mate, the only they have doctor... this invention segment. It's, yeah. Look, I've seen it once or twice. My parents watch it. Yeah, Mike's seen it. They have this invention segment. Yeah. Look... I don't really want to talk about it. Mate, it's not my favourite part of the show. The only doctor I want to hear about is Roger Curse. No, the we don't want to hear about Dr. him. The doctor because I want to see him lose this yeah. gold logie. The only time I want to hear about him is if he's like, you know, I want to see his name in the like one of six boxes on the night yeah. and then him not become one of the big box as Andrew gets called. Yeah. And that's another hashtag. Keep Roger Corser in the small box. <laughs> Uh, and then the final grab we have is, uh, this is, uh, Mr. Winters giving you uh, a reason to involve a real estate expert. A house might look sound to the untrained eye, but a good inspector can sniff out all sorts of serious issues. See, I've just inspected the gold Logie nomination list. I was just sniffing it out too. And mate. I think Andrew Winters. He's a shoe in Yeah. He's going to win. So Andrew guys. for gold Logie. Get behind it. Um, do we know how to vote? Is it text? Uh, I know. Don't you have to vote like on the TV Week website or something? I don't know, guys. Google it. The main thing is to get the uh, the hashtag we're, trending. We're focusing more on the campaign as such. Voting will come next week, I guess. Mm. Uh, we'll tell you how to do that. But if we can get Andrew Winter to his first ever Gold Logie <laughs> last year, Lewis, mm. I think in no, 2014, his show was nominated mm. uh, for the lifestyle category. Got beaten by Better Homes and Gardens. And robbed. I think absolutely robbed by robbed. Rob Palmer. <laughs> I think that's... Who is the DIY guy on Better Homes and Gardens? <laughs> Mate, it's not going to get better than that. We're going out on this. He must win. Lewis, uh, tonight after the show, we're going to a concert. Reese Maston's show. Yes, he I'm pumped. He came on the show last week. We're all getting pretty psyched in here. He's the best friend of the show, oh, and we're yeah. seeing him live. Well, you have to support your best friend when they perform live. Exactly. And I, I, I mean, I've seen you perform live, yep. mate, and I was excited for that, but the level of excitement oh, I yeah. feel for Reese Maston yes. is beyond anything I've experienced before, and I hope you're not offended by that. I'm not. No. I'm actually chuffed that you love Reese just as much as me. I'm actually glad that we share no, a no, mutual feeling. No, no, I said much. More, I, I know, and I'm glad because I share that as well. Yeah, I've seen myself perform, and I'm not, and also <laughs> with you performing as mm. well, does not compare. <laughs> Lewis, I'm really excited about it to the point where obviously <laughs> I've had eye surgery this week since Thursday. I haven't been able to leave my house. This is the first time today I've left the house, so can, I've had a few slow three days. Can of you even up. see? I mean, a concert has flashing lights. Yeah. Should you even be attending this thing? Mate, I'm going to hear the dulcet tones of race. It's not a visual thing. I'm just going to listen, and it's going to be great. You're just going to face the wall. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it'll be cool, man. <laughs> but I've been getting pretty psyched about it, right? Yeah. In my own time, mm-hmm. I've I would say. Some would argue. I've had a slow few days. Yeah. Yep. I've been texting you a bit. I've been like, hey, man, I'm pretty bored. What's up? Yep. But I haven't been able to leave my room, right? Because mm-hmm. I can't see properly. Um, so I got watching some of Reese's old live videos just to get my head in the zone for Reese, get pumped. Just to see what a Reese Maston concert is like. Yeah. Just to try and get the vibes of like, what what can I expect? And all I got to say is what we can expect is passionate fans. Reese Maston fans are passionate. 
I was watching a video of when he performed Outside Sunrise back in 2011, and yep. there were some girls waiting there with signs, and they had a couple of slogans written on the signs. At the airport? No, no at Sunrise. Oh, at Sunrise. Yeah, but for, his, uh, for a Brecky TV show performance. Right. They interviewed a couple of girls, and one of the girls had a sign that said, uh, forget about peace, we want Reese. <laughs> and she was interviewed about the sign. Hey, come over here. This is my favourite sign of the morning. Forget about peace. We want Reese. What's world peace when you get the chance to meet Reese Masson in person, right? I know, so much better. Hang on. Reese Mastin, better than world peace. You heard it. I think a lot of people living in war zones currently may dispute that. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Reese Mastin's pretty good. I think they'd agree. I think they'd agree. I'll take that back. Pretty excited. So I thought to get ready for tonight's concert, obviously we're going to be surrounded just by going by off that audio. We're going to be surrounded by a lot of passionate Reese fans. I've worked on some slogans and some chants on my own. So I'll float a Man, I've been so inspired. I've just written down some okay. already. I love that. I'm not going to top the sign, but I've got some bangs. All right. Would you like to hear my one? Yeah. This one's on the same vein as peace and uh-huh. big, throwing around a few big concepts and then comparing yeah. Reese above it. Forget about the crisis in the Middle East. We want Reese. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Just not that we shouldn't forget about it just for one night though. Yeah. Just for one good night. Focus on Reese more. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Our producers I've... are shaking their heads. I don't so, care. I like yeah, that slogan. I, I Put it care. on the side. <laughs> I, I care about race. Not I've the written a less controversial one. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Farmers might not like it. Forget about fleece. <laughs> <laughs> Remember race. Yeah. So, you know. Not a my... great one to our agricultural industry, but huge rap for race. Yeah. Here's one. If we get to the show tonight and there's more Monty Python fans in the audience than Reese fans. Sounds very specific. Enough about John Cleese. We want Reese. <laughs> That's good. Yep. And this, uh, you know what? I'm sick of John Cleese. Anyway. Yeah. Give this, us more Reese. Uh, no, so obviously he's had a rebrand, Lewis. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't actually go by Reese anymore. He prefers Maston now. So I've kind of updated a few of these slogans. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't shop at Chadston. Go and watch Maston. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I've got just one more (laughs) here that I've just written on the fly. Um, Help, I've been at the shopping center for three hours and I've lost my niece because I was on the phone looking at pictures of Reese. Yep. Love it. It's a bit long though. I've got a nice short one that I think will, can we agree if this, this is the one that we'll yell at tonight as soon as it comes on stage. Okay. Right. Don't get punked by Ashton. Go get crunk with Maston. Yeah, put I that on it. a poster. Let's get crunk with Mastin. We're going to race T minus <laughs> half an hour now to wait for the concert. Everybody likes choose your own adventure books. You know yep. them. Remember Go- Goosebumps? Choose your own spook. I usually uh, read Aussie Chops. Do you, do you remember that? that? No. Aussie Chomps, like the book series and those Aussie Nibbles. So depending on your reading level, yeah. uh, would have a bigger bite out of those Aussie Bites, which was for intermediate readers, and Aussie Chomps was for experts. When so, did you read these last year? Yeah, I, I've no. I usually <laughs> I usually kept to Aussie Nibbles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. It's, it's good. But to anyway, appreciate those are some level. good choose your own adventure yeah, memories. I have. We were thinking, uh, seeing as these choose your own adventure things are so popular, we thought we would bring that entire format to radio. Yeah. So Luke, I understand you've come in with three different stories that you're going to tease me with and I get to choose the most interesting one. You and then get we'll to talk choose. It. It's entirely up to you today mm-hmm. uh, as to where we go with the next few bits of, of our radio show. So uh-huh. I mean, it's bad radio, it's on you, but if it's good radio, mm-hmm. hey, well done. How bad if, choice. It's, if it's bad radio, you've brought a bad idea. No, no, no. It's all, it's choose your own adventure. I don't get the decision. <laughs> you wrote the adventure. Yes. It's not my fault if I write, if I'm bad at radio. <laughs> <laughs> We are playing a choose-your-own-adventure radio game. Brand new segment on the show. Yes. Um, It was my idea. I've come in with... Oh, gee, thanks for claiming it. You're welcome. It was my idea. Now, was it your idea? No. I came up with a name. Huh? I came up with a name. That's true. I did want to call it things that might interest you, but we thought for the process of playing along in your cars, choose-your-own-adventure has a better ring to it. Guys, we work as a team. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my brand new segment now. Uh, Our brand new segment. The way it works is I've come in, I guess, with three different possible things, possible talk break ideas that we could talk about next after the song. Yeah. So now, basically you're going to clickbait me with the, really the headline of this story and I'm going to choose which one I think is the most interesting yeah. and then we'll talk about it. Essentially, I'm trying to pique your interest and it's up to you to choose 
which one we should talk about next. We can only talk about one of them. Yes. I will not be giving you any more information except for the little teaser that I give you. Mm-hmm. And just going off that, yeah, I guess it's up to you. And it's it's a lot of responsibility in your shoulders. Yeah. And it's are all of th- three of these ideas good? Yes. I can confirm that all three of them, I think, will make great talk breaks right. next. It's purely up to you to decide which one we do. Okay. And it's a lot of responsibility in your shoulders because this is one of the biggest radio stations in the country. Mm. There's a lot of people listening, Lewis. A lot of people's, I guess, drive homes. I don't know where people listen, but wherever they're listening to, maybe they're at work still. Yeah. I don't know why on a Sunday night. Go home. <laughs> but um, wherever they are, they're going to want to be hearing good radio next. Wow. And if it's bad, well... It's your fault don't for bringing in, a bad story. No, don't send in complaints to me. Lewis chose their okay. adventure. Next right. week, I think if we do this again next week, we'll... Um, we'll let the listeners we'll let the listeners pick your own well, adventure. that's good because if it's no good, we'll just blame them. Exactly. Great. I like that a lot more. But to this week, it's up to you. Right, what's Lewis, your first story? The first potential thing we could talk about next is earlier today, yes. I yodeled at a celebrity. <laughs> well, well, it's got to be that one. Do you want to hear a bit more about that? Well, yeah, I do. Yodel at a celebrity. Although I don't want to paint you in the wrong direction here. I don't think you'll be interested in... It's a sports celebrity. So oh, I, do, next, I don't... Next oh, one. Okay, great. Next story. But a lot of other people might be still interested in that. Nope. Sorry, listeners. He was a household name. Nope. That's all I'm saying. Household Sorry about name. that. Sports is boring. Yodeling right. is worse. <laughs> Please. Next story. Alrighty. You'll, no one will ever get to hear about the time yep. I yodeled at Paul Ruse before in the corridor. I don't even know who that is. Great. <laughs> oh, I was there. Was that that tall dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been a pretty interesting story, but I'm not going to tell you any more about that. Next story. I had a crazy dream last night. <laughs> would you like is to know the, more about uh, the yeah, dream? Uh, is that okay. it? I had a dream that I was doing the splits and I got so far down that I teabagged the ground <laughs> and then I'm gonna, I could recreate it on the show. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Okay. Ooh. I'm, I'm leaning towards that one. What's your third one? Again, that didn't happen. It was in my dreams. I don't know if I can do the splits. The third one is during the week, I witnessed an incredibly rare phone call. Ooh. Like it will, like I witnessed this happen and I went, wow, this phone call would never happen. I don't, I don't know to how. To you I or to this. anyone? To the person it happened to, I was like, in this particular situation, I can't believe this phone call has even occurred. Okay. Well, first story about sports, plus I was kind of there, so I don't want to talk about it and I will not tell the listeners about it. Mm-hmm. It's none of your business. <laughs> Second story. Mm, I feel like I've heard most of the dream. Where you teabagged the ground and did the splits. <laughs> Not that interesting. Really? And I don't think you can do the splits in real life. Yeah, that's a good call. I don't think I can either. But so, I would have been willing to give it a go if you had chosen that. Okay, well, maybe we'll try that later in the show. But I would like next for you to talk about the impossible phone call. Improbable. Not impossible, because it happened. Highly unlikely better. phone call. All right. And that is the end of the first part of Choose Your Own Adventure. That's the end of chapter one. Stay <laughs> tuned for chapter two after the break as we do the adventure. Turn to page 346. Where everyone remembers the Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps books where you turn you, you basically get teased about what's going to happen next. You can choose which yeah. one you would rather like, happen. Oh, do you want the gargoyle to fight the princess? You want it, Or do you want the gargoyle to go to the forest? And you're like, hmm, I do want to hear b- about the... <laughs> Whatever. Mm. Everyone knows how it works. I got a confession. I used to read both pages. Oh, you cheat. I know. I did. I cheat. I mean, really, there's no one, there's no referee when you read those Goosebumps books. I think that every book should come with a referee that like disciplines you if you choose both pages. Well, you would be a very expensive operation. We've followed the rules today and we're up to the second part of the Choose Your Own Adventure. You have chosen the adventure in which you wanted to come on today's show. And Radio Mike's our referee. He'll make sure that I don't listen to all stories. Yeah, good. And you haven't. And I'll be only telling one of them. Yes. I I gave you three options of stuff we could talk about Mm -hmm. in this break. You only chose one. And you chose my story that I teased to you about an incredibly rare phone call that I witnessed the other day. Which is uh, very intriguing because I don't think... It really sucked you in because the other one that you could have chosen was I yodeled at a celebrity. And I thought you were going to grab onto that one for sure. Yeah, but then you told me he was a sports celebrity. And I truly believe there is no such thing. (laughs) Right. So no, I felt that felt that was boring. So I, I'm I'm pretty excited to hear this rare phone call. I was at the kebab shop before the show, Lewis. Of course, yes. as you always are. Yep, it's uh, my favorite kebab. And um, the guy who runs the kebab shop, I would say, is an older gentleman mm-hmm. about between the age of 
70 and 75, I would predict. The perfect age for a kebab chef. Yes. As long as he's sweaty. Exactly. He is a sweaty man. Good. And he received a phone call when he was making my order. Mm-hmm. And the phone call, the, the phone was up on the kind of counter. Yep. And it started ringing and it came up and said, it said mum on the phone call. But you said he's like 70. Correct. And then he picked it up. I was like, oh, he must have an in-joke with one of his mates or something called mum. And he went, hi, mum. And by the sounds of it, it was an older woman on the other an end of the phone. An even older woman. What, did she have him when she was nine? Well, that's what I mean. How? So the, two two possibilities. Yeah. She's had him when she was quite young. Yeah. So she's at least 90. It's must plausible. Be. But not well, only... so. If you have a kid it at is 20 plausible. and he's 70, yeah. that, that makes sense. But not only that, a 90-year-old still using like using a phone. Yeah. That's... And making calls, not even receiving calls. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. My grandpa didn't even have a have a phone, like a mobile phone. He no. never never got on that. My grandma does. She has a mobile phone, but she's like 70 herself. No, my grandma has a phone, but I have to come over three to three days a, a week for tech maintenance. Yeah. No grandma, you've pressed this button. Yeah, exactly. It. So I mean that was it. Oh, that was the story? Yeah. But a pretty incredibly rare phone call. Yeah, but was it an incredibly good radio talk break? No, perhaps we should have gone down the route of me doing the splits and trying to teabag the studio That's floor. That's true. That sounds more exciting. How about this? Next week, obviously, I can't be trusted with the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. We'll throw it to the listeners. Yes. And uh, we'll come in with three different stories, and we'll let the listeners decide which story they'd like to pick. And I want it to make clear that the this being maybe not as successful as it could have been is no fault of mine. It's entirely on me. Correct. I mean, you've brought in like two great ideas and then one yeah. not good one, but you for some reason that it's one. my fault. Exactly. Okay. And cool, mate. Next week it'll be on the listeners' shoulders too. Oh, that'll be great. Then we can blame them. Yep. Brilliant. All right, we'll do that next week. It's Luca Lewis on the Fox. So that brings us to the end of the show, guys. We had a very big one. We've got an official. Uh, we've got an official representative in the Gold Logie competition. We're campaigning. Oh, some would call it. A, I guess it's a competition. Yeah, but we're campaigning for. I guess an underdog for the Gold Logie this year. Andrew yep. Winter from Selling Houses Australia on Foxtel. One of the most popular programs in the world. Yes, if you are purely into lifestyle housing shows on Foxtel. That are not the block. Yep. <laughs> um, but what we did... Blocks are not, not on Foxtel. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to clear it because all the blockaholics would have started reading Yeah, true. In. We don't want to mention yeah. the blockaholic fan base. Exactly. Speaking of fan bases, we did try and get a fan base around Andrew Winter. We tried to get the Winter Soldiers rolling with an official hashtag. Which is all you guys listening, by the way. If you're yeah. listening to this right now and if you're a fan of the show, you're also uh, an honorary Winter Soldier. So welcome to the clan, I guess. Yeah, welcome, guys. Welcome to the army, I uh, should say. <laughs> now, we did tell you guys to hashtag winter is coming on Twitter, but I've just gone on Andrew Winter's Twitter and I've read something here. This is his pinned tweet. It says, hi to my awesome Twitter followers. Thanks guys, but my focus is on Instagram, on Facebook. I can't cope with three. I'm too old. He's too busy selling houses. I know. He doesn't have the time. So Luke, with that in mind, I'm calling an emergency stop. Please oh, no. stop the winter is coming hashtag on Twitter. Andrew Winter will not see it. He will not appreciate it. He is too old. Not too old. He's too busy. No, by he's his own. Busy. No, he said, "I'm too old for Twitter, oh, Facebook, and well, Instagram." Okay, and also he's too busy winning gold logies. Well, he will be. So that's what we're going to be doing. So get it going on Instagram and Facebook. Don't yep. stop the hashtag. Just move it, move it, move it across on. platforms. You know what? Check us out on Luke and Lewis on Instagram. We'll put the hashtag. Just put the hashtag under our most recent photo. I hope that will help. I think that's the only place you can hashtag on Twitter. Yeah, on Instagram. Hashtag under Luke and Lewis our recent picture. Also check out Luke and Lewis on Facebook and our podcast if you missed any of the show. If you want to know what that you've been part of an army, then check out the podcast. Yeah. All right, Winter Soldiers. We'll talk to you next Sunday. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Luke and Lewis on 101.9 The Fox.